This is the 919 Beer Podcast on 99.9 The Fan. Now, here are your hosts for the 919 Beer Podcast, Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, and Wayne Holt. Welcome to the 919 Beer Podcast. Joe Ovius from 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh, North Carolina. Adam Eshbaugh, Wayne Holt from 919 Beer. We will chat with Jamie Doom. He is from Southern Pines Brewing, and you guessed it, Southern Pines. Uh, we haven't talked to them in a bit. They got some really cool series, a uh, few series coming out. I have a feeling, based on the cans that I've seen, that they all look very high ABV. So this should be extra lit by the end of the podcast. Uh, shout out- you don't have a show to do. Yeah, no, I took the day off today. So I'm technically not here. But uh, shout out to Mason Jar for the, what is it, the pimento cheese fried pimento chicken? Ch- yes. Dude. That was good. Sriracha honey. I'm sitting here coming in thinking, oh, I mean, I'll have a sensible salad. I'll have a nice day. Now I'm like, I'll get you a salad next time. Woo. It's good, though. It's very, very it's good. It's really good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. It's not a salad. Good point. Yeah. Good point. It's salad season. At least Jamie's bringing a lot of light stuff. Sal- salad season because it is pool season. And I also think it's salad season because I pretty much- Yo, over- man bod light. I overdid it uh, when we were in Rocky Mountain Mills with all the, uh, with all the food. So, yeah. Memorial Day weekend- we all went out to the Rocky Mount Mills. Most of us. We all except for Adam. Well, except for Adam because he had something else to do. So we all went out to Rocky Mount Mills. They have opened up. We're about to open up. I believe this weekend is, the, f- June 1st. is the, first, uh, yep. the first weekend of uh, River and Twine. It is a, for lack of a better term, the tiny house hotel. They've got a collection of 20 tiny houses. Pretty much what you would see on that HGTV show. The inside, tiny house village. The, outside, the, the outsides are adorable. Inside, it's all very, very well done. It's like white and light and all everything else. It's all done smartly with little things that can double as... You know, here's a sink that's the kitchen sink and the bathroom sink. Like you know? your ironing board is also your dining room table. Essentially, yeah. It's, it's all that sort of stuff. Is that not everywhere? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, this is not New York. And Murphy bed. <laughs> so we uh, so, so we went out there with Glenn uh, of WRL out and about. I think Dathan was there too. Dathan was there with- uh, Triangle Business Journal. Well, he wasn't in- He was triangle, there in his- uh, His other capacity? Triangle around town. town. Around town, okay. Yeah. Uh, and shout out to Margot, who I think just wanted to get away for a little bit. Um, well, she did, but she's also working with uh, Capital Broadcasting yeah. to promote that that village up there. So she's heading up the market. So Wayne and I were there to uh, to knock out a couple of WRL out and about segments. One specifically for the River and Twine, and the other just for Hey, look, you're about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on where you are in the Triangle, from hitting Rocky Mount Mills. Where they got a cool brewery incubator. They also have established breweries like uh, our friends at Koi Pond so and Tarboro Brewing Company with TBC West. So watch, you know, come on out. And if you get a little too into it, you can crash at this place, right? That I mean, that place is a game changer, honestly. It I really mean, there, is. there are so many people who have texted me recently because they had heard about it or had run into Wayne uh, talking about it. And, and um, they're like, man, I, I haven't been out there since it was just Koi Pond yeah. or I've, I've never been out there. And I'm like, look, you're an hour away. It's a perfect overnight. Like, like go. You can go out on a. You can even go out like on a Friday afternoon, like after work, stay Friday evening, and come back Saturday. I'd say plan early because one of the things that they've done up there, and we didn't get the complete <clears throat> tour because we could not get into the finished apartments, um, but we were able to go through uh, some of the commercial space, and they've also got a wedding venue up there now. Mm-hmm. So they're promoting the dry dry wedding was taking place while we were there. Really? Yeah. You guys went there when you went out kayaking, right? And yeah, came we, back. We, we so I went, didn't get to see that. We part. went through, and it's a gorgeous space for any sort of wedding reception yeah, or yep. 
actual ceremony too. But the irony of being at Rocky Mount Mills was they actually had an, a, dry a, a dry wedding. So apparently there were some people that had gone to the incubator. Don't worry, Joe. They're not listening to this podcast. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just to like go crush one and then yeah. go back in. So- um, like every dry wedding I've been to. Uh, look, any right. dry wedding that I've ever been to, people are tailgating in the parking lot. They're bringing re-send their them bottles of wine the, into the dinner. The last, I reach into the my flask. <laughs> the last dry wedding I went to, shout out to our friend Derek Mendlin. He, it was a dry wedding, totally understandable, whatever, but he was smart. One, he gave everybody bottled Cokes, okay? You do that for one reason and one reason only. Bring a flask, pour something in there, you're good to go. Uh, although with the people from... WREL that I was with, we actually popped the trunk and we we're just crushing beer before we went in. So, uh, the way that the way the day played played out for us, we went on a Saturday. Um, Wayne, you had got there around probably around what two o'clock? Got there at one. You were there at yep. one o'clock. We got there around two forty-five, three o'clock. Pre-game strategy. We uh, we dropped all of our stuff off in the uh, in the little tiny house. The kids were having fun with it, checking it out, and then we went on a quick kayak trip. Really was for show, but. The way Rocky Mount Mills will eventually play out when they're finished with everything, they will have an outfitter that will help you get to the starting point, and you'll end at the Rocky Mount Mills facility, and then you'll pull off, and if you want, just go get a beer. So we ended up doing that for about 30 minutes, and sure enough, you pull out, and you're done. You can walk back to your tiny house. We ended up hitting the incubator for a little bit uh, with Hot Fly. Uh, BDD, you've got the Rocky Mount Brewing, which is a Spaceway and Harlem collaboration on the other side of the uh, of the building. And then we ended up at TBC West for some tacos, ended up later that night because at the beer munchies at the Tipsy Tomato, uh, where we had... After we played wiffle ball for about we, an yeah, hour, there, we, we, a, got, we worked up a sweat and <laughs> an appetite. I was getting appetite. texts from Wayne and Glenn about this wiffle ball. There's, a, there's, a, there's a wiffle ball field there. I mean, it's I mean, first class. I mean, it's, it's all you know, well done. These guys are owned by, you know, the mills are owned by the same folks that mm-hmm. own the Durham Bulls, Capital Broadcasting. So they had the Blue Monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, nice. it was it was great. It, it was, was very well yeah. done. They had a fence all the way around, and then it got to the left yeah. field, and it went up another level, and it was blue. It was really yeah. cool. And don't awesome. think I didn't bring the heat to my kids. You know, they thought I was just going to do a real easy little yeah. pitch so they could hit it. No, I brought the heat. Yeah, and Joe decided he needed to text uh, Michael Goodman while we were there and tell me he needed lights out there. Cause we no, had, yeah, we, we did we need had to quit because it got we dark. We did need lights. We had to quit. Right. But it's funny. As soon as I got there, I pull in, and we had the code it's to Bush go. League. It was, yeah. We we had the code to get into the tiny house, so I pull up, find my tiny house, go in. I don't. I hardly even set my bags down here. I'm like, dude, who knows I'm here? It was Cam. Cam had seen me because Cam lives literally rents one of the houses there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He jumped the fence because I was right by his house. Sounds hey, man, I said, dude, I thought you accurate. were going to be out of town. <laughs> I thought you were going to be out of town. He goes, yeah, I'm about to leave. I've got to go to kill, an event and kill Devil yeah. Hills. But he stayed there for a second, chatted. And then uh, and then Inez had told us she was going to be out of town. Inez with Tarble Brewing had told us she was going to be out of town. Well, she just wanted to surprise us. So we're all standing Sneaky there. Sneaky Inez. Here she comes around the corner and you know throws her hands up. Surprise. Oh, yeah, she's like, all right, let's go kayak. We're like, wait, what's happening right now? I'm like, now? I thought you were out of town. She goes, yeah, yeah I want to surprise you guys. No, so it was so it was, uh, fun. It was a really good time. It's highly recommended if you uh, were thinking about a quick getaway. And these tiny like homes, that. I mean, because I build houses for a living, and I'll tell you, man, these things, uh, they were first class. There was no, there were no shortcuts, and it was really it's nice. all about the finishes in those things. It was. It was fantastic. I mean, it was... There was a lot of uh, a lot of nickel groove, a lot of a lot of uh, slat wall in there, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, shiplap. Yeah, they I mean. had uh, so the way it's set up too is that they've got like what like six house 
areas. They got little clusters, yeah. Little clusters of houses, so you could just rent a bunch of them if you mm-hmm. want to go with a group of people. And each cluster has its own little chimney in front of it. Or the uh, there's one that has, behind the office, it has like an actual like, fire pit, yeah. like an actual gas fire pit. And people brought things for s'mores and whatnot. We, we, we chilled out there for a little bit. We were there for like... Two, two and a half hours, bro, from about 9.32. I, I left at 1130. Was it that long? Were we yeah. there that long? Yeah. Okay, Todd, Todd kind of flew then. Yeah, because it was about 11.30 when we, we okay. you and I were the last two yeah. there and when we turned yeah. in. Yeah. How did you like Tipsy Tomato? It's fantastic. That was great. Did I overhype it? No, it was it was good. I mean, a little, I'm a little partial to Oakwood Pizza Box right now because Oakwood Pizza Box is like what I want which okay. is new, like actual New York style. Pizza. Oh well, this is not. I mean, this this that, is brick oven. I mean, this, this is brick is, oven pizza. Right. It's good, which is my favorite cut. It's good. I mean, earlier in the week, Kelly and I, I had actually uh, rolled through. <clears throat> it was actually last Friday, I think it was. Last Friday, I had uh, picked up Oakwood Pizza Box because uh, I was just because Kelly and I just got to New York, and I was like, ah, mm. I, I I want that right. pizza again. Well, it's like. You're a New York expert, like I'm a wine expert. Exactly. I mean, it just, it's, you go there once. It happens. It's osmosis. It's funny how that happens. But um, I ended up getting like some sort of like drunken onion deal with mushrooms. That's what Kelly wanted to try. Mm-hmm. It was very, very good. Although I don't know about that uh, that Corona Refresca. Should have gone Luchador. Ooh. Well, we did. We all we had did. Luchadors. Remember, I texted you from there yeah, and said yeah. we're all drinking well, these. We got a Corona. But no, 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 no somebody no, no, else no. did. No, no, no. We, I had a Luchador. Oh. But as a joke, I believe Margo, Margo got that, yep. ended up getting that <coughs> Corona Refresca just because, just to see what it was like. And it was like Four loco. It was just, it was not, it was, yeah, no. Yeah, Corona's trying a lot of stuff they right really now. They're throwing are. a lot at the wall. They really are. Interesting. Oh, well. So, five stars would recommend? Oh, absolutely. Like the, the whole tiny house? The thing. whole experience, I mean... I would say that if you're going to go up there, try to plan ahead because I do think there's going to be um, a lot of interest in those. And I'm not sure if they're advertising those on Airbnb at all or if they're just doing their own thing. But if they're on Airbnb, they could be booked up for a while. Sure. Well, great for them. You know, they're they're working awesome. the wedding venue piece of it for people that, you know, so people coming to the wedding can stay there. But, you know, it, some, for somebody who wants to just go check out a tiny house, the community, and then you've got all these other things to offer, and especially on the weekends when they have the loud music out there. I don't yeah. know if they do it on Friday or Saturday, but they also do uh, road races from there. They do all kinds of How events. How far there. is it from the mill? So if you are, when you come in and you make the left um, and you come up to where Koi Pond would be on your left, mm-hmm. you just go right by Koi Pond where it's on the left and it's where the little it's houses the were right. on the right. It sits behind it. Oh, so it's walking distance. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's within walking and distance. And it's got a huge pond built behind the, uh, behind the village that is ready for water. We just haven't had any rain since they finished it mm-hmm. off. But by next year, they're hoping they'll have it completely full and it'll be stocked for fishing. So I'm assuming they'll have just like so the kayaks. It's, it's and the really games. become a great destination. It's an incredible destination mm-hmm. spot. Yeah, and it's and it's. I mean, we talk about some destinations from here, like Kinston, um, obviously yeah. Asheville. You know sure. that for beer tourism, but like Rocky Mountain, it's all really walkable. It's all really it close. And there's several, there's three really nice restaurants. I mean, three solid restaurants well, there. Tacos. Tipsy Tomato, yeah. Yeah, TBC so got, West. And, and then you then, have, um, uh, was it Tap at 1918? 19, yeah. Uh, which is essentially bar food. Uh, it is, it is. Beautiful it, bar, though. Did you guys go in right, there? Go I've in been there. in there. Oh, that I've bar, been in there. That bar top really, is amazing. It is really, really nice. Um, and I'm guessing that they'll probably open up another restaurant here in the near future because they have that entire mill oh, facility yeah. That really is just untapped, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, but eventually, it'll it'll continue to grow. It's a little bit different than the American Tobacco Campus, which Capital Broadcasting also owns, in that 
Rocky Mount, it's a bit of ways away uh-huh. for people. It's not like the triangle mm-hmm. where people going to Chapel Hill, Durham, Raleigh, or you know, making that yeah, making that cycle is not that big of a deal. Willow Springs area, or it's anywhere an easy, down that way. It's an easy trip. Hour, hour ten minutes. Well, but, from but me. to get to Durham, it's just you can get to Rocky Mount just as quick as you just get to quick. Durham. So just quick. Well, close. I would ar- I would argue for me in Raleigh, it takes about as long on a traffic day. On a yeah. traffic it's, it's day, all, it yeah. all depends on how yeah. you want to do it. You want to go down sixty four when there's not a lot of traffic, and it takes you forty five minutes to forty five to fifty minutes, or yeah. you're going to wait the forty five minutes sitting in traffic to get to Durham. Right. So it is it's it's six one way, half dozen the other. And again, go go do it. Check it out. Should be a lot of fun. What else you guys been into? I was at uh, High Rock Lake while you guys were there, which is why I couldn't go. We right. get two family we, time. I get two weekends that I don't want to say I'm obligated. I'm <laughs> strongly encouraged to attend. Uh, where my wife's family all gets together. Yeah, but and you came back like on Sunday morning, didn't you? Came back on Sunday. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were there prom- for the whole weekend. I'm like, I had to. Okay. Well, you guys were there Saturday. Yeah, no, right. I had to be um at work on Monday morning. So, um, but went down and spent a nice time there and and took the uh, took the dogs swimming for the first time. Yeah, we're so fishing. they enjoyed that. We did not catch anything, but we did go <laughs> fishing. Okay. Uh, it was it got late. We were 10 p.m. pulling back into the to the dock Saturday evening. Just I didn't nice. You were on a boat when you were fishing. Okay, yeah, I nice, you were on the pier. nice. No, nice evening ride, and uh, it was great. It was, it was, you know, it's one of those things where where I don't want to get to the point where I I look back and I'm like, oh, I didn't really do much with the with the kids when I when I had the opportunity. So I try to take advantage of that. But um, I, I drank no a lot of like. light on yeah. Saturday. Playing. Did uh, you get Didi to drink it? Yeah, drink that? yeah, yeah. Really. The the whole Diddy's the Adam's father in law who is a straight up what he is a Miller, Miller Lite guy right yeah thought he was uh, but we have a floating beer pong table mm-hmm. at the lake yeah and there's a sandbar probably a hundred fifty yards uh, out from the dock so usually we'll come back and and go there and the kids will just hang out and we'll all just hang out and cool. kind of chill so it was, it was fun played a little. I um I went through that six pack of light that you had given me. It goes through you go through it pretty quickly. Yeah, I did it in the afternoon at the pool. Yeah, so and I was you need fine. to make sure you drink a lot of water. I mean, obviously with any beer in the sunshine, but especially like light beer because people don't give it enough credit. Of um, I guess they they're like, oh well, it's not really going to bother me. It's only three and a half to four well, I mean, percent. Of them, yes. But if you drink enough of it, and it's you, like, why am you I end up gaining, drinking more of it? Why am I gaining? It's going to dry out. Why am I gaining weight? This bag of chips was reduced fat. It's <laughs> mostly air. I don't understand. Yeah, it was I like ate the uh, whole bag. It's 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 yeah. low like, fat. Like the Pringles with Olean. Remember those? Uh, well, the reason why you lost drink weight, an entire can the, of those. The reason why you lost weight with Olean is because it ran right through your system. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> worth it. You know what? Kind of was. Kind of was. Diet food. Ate that whole bag of ruffles with Olean. Didn't stay in me very long. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) No, but it was uh, was was very hot. It was very hot, and then I did did come back Sunday. One of the days of the pool, it was so hot, I ended up just doing the the sneaky sneaky of bringing my giant Arctic tumbler. Yeah. The whatever, the Rambler or whatever it's called. Did you get some Key Lime LaCroix? No, I, I ended up with my my lime Waterloo's, and then I filled up uh, one of the, the plastic. Song? No, not that song. No, but I filled up one of those um, one of those. Fr- I got a freebie uh, plastic water bottle from one of the races that I did for with Runology. Okay, which I I'll be doing. I'll be doing a five k on Saturday. Uh, and they're, I think actually, I got an email about that. Today. Trophy's coming out with their. Um, 
They're coming out with a, what's called Trophy Partner, not Trophy Wife, not Trophy Husband, Trophy Partner. Yeah, it's got like the rainbow. Uh... It's got the it's it's for Pride, and it's all sure. part of uh, the Run for Love 5K, which okay. is going to take place on Saturday. I'm sure they got some spots available if you want to run it. They'll be doing a can release at uh, Trophy on Maywood that is all going towards LGBTQ causes. So uh, I'm curious to see how that one plays out because they recently changed Trophy Husband around. Trophy Husband was a saison, mm-hmm. and now they've changed it over to a wit for whatever reason. I don't know the particulars of it, but they did. Uh, okay. But anyway, the um, so I, I filled it up with a bunch of bedlam and gotcha. was doing that. I probably I, I ran through a lot of that, but I stayed hydrated. Thank you very much. Yeah, you got I'm drinking to. water, Well, you, you got to. It's, it's fizzy water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back to the whole trophy husband thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's something going on. Um, Right now, there is a Citra hops shortage. Ah. And I would imagine mm-hmm. that has something to do with it. I, I uh, Nobody gets Citra right now. People are nobody can get sh- Citra. Citra. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> there ain't Citra to be had. I uh, ain't found <laughs> Citra. Combing the desert. Yeah. Uh, no, but Citra is in high demand, mm-hmm. and nobody can get it. That might explain why. Um, uh, Citra, you, you mix it up. Currently on some exchange groups is going for more for higher prices than Galaxy, Whew. which was not the case six months ago. Sure, right. So right. there's a pay attention if you mm-hmm. want to get real nerdy mm-hmm. and, and real analytical. Pay attention to some beers that you have loved that have Citra. Mm-hmm. See in the in the coming, you know. 30 to 90 days if they still have that same recipe or if they've either changed the name or mm-hmm. say say it's a new recipe because we're having to do that with win or lose IPL right now. One or uh, one other quick thing uh, about various beers and whatnot. We did the beer mile at Bomb Brothers last week. Uh, Alec well, and you, I, you and Alec did. Alec and I finished in the two-person relay. We finished in the top 10. We finished under with, seven at, minutes at or something. 628 right? was the official time. How um, much easier is that relay than I don't know. Ask Alec. Thing. He threw up. Yeah. With two beers? Oh, yeah. Really? He was feeling it. He couldn't. Uh, shout out to Fuzzy. Did he not train enough? Fuzzy's empanadas was there, so uh, I, I went and got a couple of empanadas, and I walked <laughs> on back, and Alec, not I mean, a I'm, good, I'm good. Not a good like, move for I'm three beer. I'm three beers in at this point, because I had the two from the relay, sure, sure. and then I got my free beer, and I went and got uh, empanadas, and Alec's like, I can't even look at you with those right now. <laughs> And really? He just, yeah, he was done. Yeah, I heard your show the next day. It was kind of interesting. He was done. I mean, he was he had fun. Alec had a lot of fun on it, but he was like, yeah, man, that was woof. If oh boy. you've never done a beer mile, yeah, a full beer mile especially, mm-hmm. it's funny and it's cool to talk about mm-hmm. and it's fun to watch. But it's a struggle. It's miserable. Shout out to Alex at Renology. That miserable. dude that dude did it in <laughs> under six minutes. Yeah. It was a crowd of people. I don't know how many they had. But uh, another note on uh, running things happening at Bond Brothers. Oh, and shout out to Wit. He gave me some uh, some of their Pilsner. You know, because he's, he's like, yeah, you've had enough of that mason jar stuff. Why don't you try some of this? <laughs> it's funny. Yep. <laughs> so the first lager they came Jeez. out with. Uh, Wit did not say that. I drank that lager until they were out of that. Then it introduced to Pils last yes. week that I drank quite a bit of. Then, and, it, then they've canned it. He, well, that's they've what he, yeah, canned Wit, it, yes. Wit yeah. gave me, yeah, Wit gave me a, a four-pack of that while I was walking out. Yeah, but so. did you get the uh, did you get the soon-to-be-released ancillary in the plain cans? I got, I got that. No, I See, didn't. I, that. I didn't. Uh, but anyway, June 8th, uh, which is a week from this Saturday, is the uh, flip-flop run. Which the flip-flop 1K. Yes. And Bond Brothers held the record, the Guinness Book of World Records for it, and it was broken recently by a group in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So That's a dry heat. It's a dry heat, yes. <laughs> um, so says my oven, but I don't stick my head in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, June 8th, uh, they're Bring still- Bring back the title. 
20 bucks uh, plus some fees. So, so like next Saturday. June 8th. Yep, I'm signed up for that. I'm actually going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and also this weekend, um, Tarbor Brewing Company starts, uh, they start opening at noon on Friday, this Friday, which is t- tomorrow, but you might not hear it till then. But anyway, they're doing three days. Mm-hmm. They're so doing third their, anniversary. Third right? anniversaries, they're doing it Friday starting at noon all the way through Sunday. So if you get a chance, go check them out. Reminder, you can listen to the 919 Beer Podcast on iTunes and Google Play, Spotify as well, and of course on the WRAL Sports Fan app. We've talked to a bunch of breweries. If this is your first time catching the podcast, you can go back through the archives, and chances are we've probably talked to a brewery that you're really into. So go check that out on the WRAL Sports Fan app. Let's say hello to our guest today. He's the Director of Sales and Marketing from Southern Pines. You get one guess as to where Southern Pines is located. And no, it's not Pinehurst. It's its own thing. <laughs> it's the same place. It's not the same yeah, place. Everybody yeah. knows that. Kelly will get, send you a and d <laughs> if you do that. Or at least in her old job, she would have been the one that would have sent you a and d not her new job. But uh, Jamie Toom is from Southern Pines. He's on the Now and Not Beer podcast with us today. What's up? Hey man, thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming in. Now you're you're pouring. We're already we're already in the middle of pouring stuff, and this looks. If I didn't know any better, it's a beer, but it almost looks like a slushy. Yes, this is. uh, We do some um, fruiting after fermentation, so this is uh, boysenberry Berliner Weiss. Smells amazing, and it's called boysenberry to men. We kind of nailed out, nailed that one in a little bit, but Mm. (laughs) wow, that's. It's going to be so hard to say goodbye. To this crowler, yeah, it's a uh, it's really good though. It's like a four point three percent, basically just unfermented fruit juice in there, and uh, this is something we couldn't can because uh, those cans would explode. And even when we do crowlers, we put like labels all over it. Like, oh, really? Like, do not leave this in your car; it'll explode all over your <laughs> okay. car. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, it's it nice. It won't we do smell as good only. in your car right. as it does in the glass. Your uh, the can will have come to its end of the road if you yes. yeah. leave it in there for too long. <laughs> Might be a little sticky too. But it's so natural. <laughs> Motown Philly. I would wow. say that uh, I think I think some people would uh, would make love to this beer. Anyway, um, wow. I, we could we could go all I can go all day, yeah, boys. To I'm bad man. I mean, Me this too. is anyway. This is really really good. But do we have to? Like we. I mean, I can. I'm just saying. Um, so what is what is new at Southern Pines? I think you you guys were you guys were the first in the area, right? We were uh, Railhouses in Aberdeen, so they're okay. in Moore County. So okay. we're the second brewery there, um, first brewery in Southern Pines, and uh, we're coming up on five years uh, in June. I think June twenty second is when we wow like five years already. Our first beer. So Micah was on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think very early on. Yeah, he was. And, yeah, and then uh, I was here. I don't know what. Two years ago, yeah, I think it, it it was it was time to get you back in. Okay, yeah, it, it's funny. We I, I realize we've been doing this for so long. It's like, wait a minute, have you been on the podcast before? And I can't remember because it all kind of runs together after a while. But the reason why I bring that up is all because those great memories, right, Joe? During <laughs> during the time of doing the podcast, there have been some others that have popped up. I know that like a couple of weeks ago, or maybe a couple of months ago, we talked to like Hugger Mugger mm-hmm. and some others in Sanford. Yes, and that's like you know on the way. To uh, to the Pinehurst Southern Pines area for a Same lot of place. people from Raleigh. I know it's sure it's starting to be more of a destination now. You can come down and hit five. You can hit yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You can you can do a couple along the way or start there and then work your way back if you wanted to. And I guess this is kind of like you know rising tide sort of situation sure. for you all. Sure. Yeah, we're we're very excited about the other breweries are opened up and uh, it gives people a chance to come down from the Triangle, spend a day like you're mm-hmm. saying, brewery hop a little bit, and. Uh, 
we also like to have uh, breweries near to us so we can share our knowledge and resources and vice versa. And we've already collaborated with the other uh, breweries there in Moore County that have opened up, and that's been a lot of fun. Now, for the year round, what is what is the demographic of person that typically shows up? Because people will think Southern Pines, the Pine Needles area, it's golf, it's retirees, the, that that sort of thing. So, what what is your demo? There is a lot of that. There are also a good amount of young people there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of military people, uh, people who are working over in Bragg, um, have homes and uh, commute. And um, so that, mainly it's like military, retirees, a lot of uh, tourists, and then kind of the support system for all that is like Pinehurst, Southern Pines, that whole golf and horse area. Yeah, a lot of a lot of horses down there, too. I did I not realize that. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's it, I mean, it, it sounds stupid, but it is beautiful. I mean, on the, the drive down to your place, especially on some of those back roads, depending sure. on which way you're, where you're coming from, but the ground's flat. Borderline kind of sandy, covered with pine needles because there's pine trees everywhere, and then you'll just see these horse farms popping up and golf courses. Borderline kind of sandy. I mean, they call it the sand hills. I mean, I would think that's yeah, but I also said it was flat, so (laughs) they call it sand hills. So not aptly named? Question mark. It's it's hilly (laughs) enough to make for some good golf courses, you know. Right. (laughs) Nothing crazy, but uh, yeah, we've we've uh, we've kind of enjoyed. Just uh, our tagline is rooted in the community. And these last five years, we've just really enjoyed kind of sending out kegs whenever people wanted to do something for charity or doing events at our place and really making ourselves like part of that community. And then the towns really just kind of showed up and supports us really, really well. And we're super excited about that. You know, when we do our anniversary party every October, we'll have three or four thousand people there mm-hmm. and You've been there before. I have. I have. Yeah, well, something you said rooted in community is, is you know, it's stuck with us since we first had Micah on um, back, you know, within the first six, seven months of you guys being open. And and he really wanted to go deep into your market. And you and I were talking uh, before Wayne and Joe showed up today. And you said, and we're going to get to this, but you guys have recently signed on with statewide distribution. Yes. But you said almost half of your current distribution is still in Moore County, which you guys Correct. self-distribute. Correct. And, I, I mean, that goes to show how important your home market is. It really is. I mean, taking care of your backyard, I think, if you're having a, if you want to be a production brewery, um, and the way it kind of works is you, you kind of go out in concentric circles, and that was very important to us from day one to make sure that we were in every place that had an ABC license in Moore County, and we pretty much are, except for maybe two or three who are, like, mean to our driver one time or something. Um, it's like, but pretty much we're there and, and, uh, you know, in the local Harris Teeter or the local Lowe's while sell Bud Light, like half of the weeks of the year and, uh, just kind of taking care of business there. And again, it's the community that's supporting us. It's all the people that are doing that and making us be able to grow more and be able to spend more money on expansion and statewide distribution and stuff like that. Yeah. And you've done so well, not a combination of two things. You guys were, uh, you came on at a really great time. Yeah. And you've had a great product. That's very well. important. If the liquid's not good, it doesn't really matter exactly how, how smart you think you are. And uh, we've also been spending money on, on like quality equipment. Um, we have a reverse Sentinel. I mean, uh, and that we're able to basically plate the beer and know within like thirty minutes what the major, if there are any like major flavor destroyers. 
uh, in the beer and just spending money on other lab equipment like that and getting our own canning line and kind of preparing ourselves to go through a really big growth that we hope to be doing in the next two two or three years. But we wanted to be able to lay that groundwork and really self-distributing and having that local support is what's made that happen. Sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about it. So back last summer, I guess you guys decided to you made the decision to uh, to go statewide. Yeah, we uh, we signed with Healy Distribution uh, two summers ago, and they're uh, Healy Wholesale, and they're in like the Sand Hills, the nine counties in the Sand Hills, except for Southern Pines, and um, they've done a really good job for us, and they've kind of helped us drill down a lot deeper in like the Fayetteville area. And then in the last, uh, yeah, in July, we, we signed with um, Tryon Distribution statewide. So we're, you know, Outer Banks to Asheville now. And that's been really, really exciting. They've done a great job with us. And now we started to spend some money on the actual sales infrastructure or the marketing infrastructure. Um, I, I was, I've been doing the entire state by myself, um, apart from down in the Sand Hills. And, uh, my title's been the director of sales and marketing, but I really haven't had anyone to, to direct except myself. <laughs> I, I take it pretty easy on myself, so um, I'm excited to have some help now and excited to see well, how people we can you can yell at. Most importantly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the best? Yes, you know, have subordinates. <laughs> that sort of thing. But I guess you'll. Uh, I guess. I mean, you're still going to go around the state, right? Yes, yes. Okay. So I'm. I'm really with the two new people we're hiring are basically focused on the triangle, uh, the triad, and then I'm still going to like. Wilmington and Asheville and Boone and Charlotte, the fun places. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing. I would, I would have a hard, I would have a hard time giving that up. Like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like I have an excuse to go out to those two outposts. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to do it. So yeah, I, I, lo- I love going to those two places. I, I was pretty strategic about where I was trying. We're trying to put people. We, we looked at having someone for the coast, and mm-hmm. we may eventually hire someone. But uh, try and really encourage us. Like, we can still grow a lot here in the Triangle, and the, mm-hmm. the Triangle's growing so fast. That, oh, yeah. uh, we, we we still believe we can really sell a majority of our beer on this part of the state. It's interesting you said the coast. Um, the coast is such a different market. Yeah. As far as how you approach it, how, how like your strategy toward it, it's not really a year-round no. focus. No. So it's tough to justify bringing somebody in for the coast if they're going to be a full-time employee. Well, they can just kind of coast down there, though. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Are there any boys to men coastal references? <laughs> no. Come on, Joe, bring one up. I can't. I cannot think of one. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, we think that Wilmington's full of possibilities, and it sure. is it is growing very quickly. But just looking at the overall population, it, again, that's something we're going to revisit. But um, we try to get over there a lot. It's a great market for us, and you guys know, in the middle of the summer, Raleigh and Durham kind of empty out, and you need to be making you need to be selling money to those people in the yep. Outer Banks and. In Wilmington and all those great beach towns out there, and it's so. great when you can go to the beach and get your own beer, your own stuff, <laughs> like like your hometown brewery or you know, yes, it's cool. My cousin, it, my cousin is in Kerala this week. They've got a place there, and he shot me a six pack, and he's like, "Finally, I'm able to buy your beer." He lives in Maryland, so he can't mm-hmm. buy our beer. Oh wow! But it was it's cool to see that, you know. Sure. And you guys are no yeah. different than that for sure. Yeah, yeah. We we've been excited just to see our beer popping up in all these places. You know, I get him the sales report, and it's like. Oh, I'm in Silva now. There's oh, like a bar. There's like a pizza place in Silva that has my beer on, and just yeah. kind of seeing that stuff is kind of neat. But that might change. Does that change at all? You know what you guys are trying to make? Because if I go to the beach, because we're talking about here, you're on the coast. I'm not gonna want to drink a stout. 
Right. I want something in a can that's easily crushable, if you will. I want a mason jar light lager. Exactly. <laughs> as I was uh, drinking at the pool this past weekend. Sure. And, and What's the know, hashtag for that? Is it lighten, uh, lighten up. Oh, lighten up. I was just living that light life. <laughs> that's what I was doing. But anyway, yeah, so I mean, so what are you? So are you? Are you strategic about where? What kind of beers you put in different places? No, not necessarily. I mean, we definitely do push uh, our lighter beers, you know, out of the coast. But what we're able to do as kind of a smaller, more flexible brewery, we had a seasonal beer that was a grapefruit hefeweizen, like four point eight percent, super crushable, a little bit fruity, and that was supposed to be just a seasonal beer, and it was doing so well, like. Out at the coast in the Outer Banks, I'm starting to like take some Blue Moon handles with it. I'm mm-hmm. like, cool! It's a full time feeling be- ever. It's a full time beer now. Like yeah. we kind of let the market make it make the decision. Also, and- own at the Mason Jar Holly Springs at the moment. Yes, but then again, there's no accounting for taste. I mean, everybody's different. Sure. I, had a, I had a friend that came over on Memorial Day, and he brought his own pack of Deep River Brewing's Stout, <clears throat> the 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 chocolate 4042? stout. Yeah, the forty forty two, and I'm like. It's a good beer. I Great like beer. The, I don't know if it's yeah, a pool beer. It's for wow. I like that yeah, beer. It's not a pool beer. <laughs> not I Memorial Day, ninety-five I, degrees. I don't want to drink that in ninety-five degree weather. Wow. There's some people only drink stouts. I don't want to drink melted Hershey's Kisses. No, no, I don't. While I'm in the pool. No, no, I don't. You know, like what was it when we were in uh, Rocky Mount Mills? Blossom. Uh, I think it was BDD who had left some stuff in the uh, in the tiny house fridges. So I think it was Glenn uh, from WRI Out and About. He got lucky with the shandy. Nice. And we got this maple bacon thing, which sounds great. I don't know if I want to drink it in 95-degree heat, although it was hotter than that. It was nasty. A lot of concrete down there. Our summer seasonal for out there, and we think it's going to crush it, is we're doing an Australian sparkling ale that's like- Oh, nice. It's like 4.2% or something. What's that C something? Yeah. Vitamin C, right? Vitamin C, S-E-A. Yeah. It's got got like a picture of an umbrella on it, and that is for the beach, and we expect to sell a lot of that out there. So what did you just pour- what so, I just had. Moscow so, Mule. So we like to do this series of cocktail-inspired beers. Okay, because it, it threw yeah. me off there for a second. So I'm like, this this is not, it's it's beer, obviously, but right. it was not flavored like I was expecting. It was very much boozy. So yes. what do we got This is here? a 12% Imperial Berliner Weiss. okay. <laughs> wow. Is it like quadruple Imperial Berliner Weiss? Yes. Is it really a Berliner Weiss at this point? <laughs> Probably not, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something else. It's a it's a kettle sour. Okay, but uh, we we have this idea. Uh, we like doing these cocktail inspired beers. I have a few more here. Um, I have a white Russian here and a pina colada beer. But uh, we're like, if we're going to do a beer and call it a cocktail, then it needs to have some heat to it and some booziness to it. And uh, we do every year. We kind of have all our buyers from like our key accounts and bottle shops come down and meet with us, and we talk to them about what they'd like like to see. And we get their feedback because they're the ones buying all this limited beer. And so that was one of the things one of the uh, buyers came down and said. It's like, hey, if you're going to make a Moscow Mule beer, don't make it 4%. Make it big. Yeah, I agree. I think if you're going to do a cocktail anything, it, it needs to pack a little bit more punch. Yeah. And this, uh, it's got some warmth. I wouldn't call it hot. Yeah, it's not hot. It's got some warmth, but it does have those nice ginger and lime flavors I don't want to say it's mellow. It's flavorful, but it's not like overly. It's it's not overly, you know, uh, gingery mm-hmm. or 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 too much on the lime. It's just a nice balance. I think it's tasty. Yeah, I think it's it's nice and easy, but it it, it is dangerous, and I'm worried that you know someone's going to try to make a Moscow Mule with this as the ginger beer, and then they're going to die. Um, 
That's my only concern. <laughs> but I like putting booze in my booze, so it's it'll be fine. Booze yeah, in your you mentioned booze. that a lot. You definitely yeah, yeah. don't need oh, yeah. that though. This is boozy enough yeah, that yeah. you don't need yeah, to. Yeah, don't don't put any vodka in this, please. No. The public service announcement. No, you just, <laughs> that's, use not gonna stop, that's not going to stop. That's not going to stop Wayne. That's definitely not going to stop Wayne yeah. from uh, from at least trying. Nah. Well, so you didn't bring any of your core stuff. No, I like, didn't. There's no duck hook. There's no more IPA. There's so you're, you're, pour, you're no pulling Texas Adam. Rig. You're pulling Adam. You didn't bring me an IPA. Um, I mean, I, I well, you technically did. I actually did, did you? technically bring you an IPA, but okay. it will be the rummiest, booziest IPA oh, wow. you've Love ever it. had. Pour it. So this is our rum barrel aged Imperial Pineapple Thief. So we make a New England IPA with pineapple, coconut, and vanilla beans called Pineapple Thief. And we decided that we would put it into uh, some rum barrels. Maybe just for, I think we had it in there for like not very long, but it is, you get a lot of rum Ooh. on the nose. You get all rum. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you almost have to get a break through the rum at first. It's like a big rum, like punch in the mouth. And after you kind of get past that, pineapple bit, comes through after. The pineapple, oh, I can smell the pineapple. And then the pineapple comes through. And then we did like put lactose in it. So you're starting to get more of that kind of creaminess of a pina colada. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> How did you make? Hello. That is, that is impressive that you managed to capture the entire flavor of a pina colada in a beer. Yeah. That is. <laughs> I'm in shock, honestly. I've because um, I'm, as we've discussed in the podcast before, sometimes uh, we want to we want to remind people that we're not trying to BS or anything like that. Uh, we try to keep it, as the kids would say, one hundred, a hundred. So keep it a buck, if you will. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not kidding when I say this tastes something like I would get at a Mexican resort. You know, yeah, all it, inclusive. You throw it over yes. some, like some crushed ice with an umbrella. Ship, you know, like, no, seriously, I feel like, like yeah. I feel like I should be at a Moon Palace resort <laughs> at the pool, pulling up, getting my pina colada. You combine I feel like this, I with should it. be getting caught in the rain. <laughs> wow! Wow! No, you know, you combine this. Stop, combine man. this with a daiquiri beer, and you can call it Miami a Miami Vice. Vice. Yeah, do it, do it. You need like a strawberry okay. Berliner, well, strawberry Berliner. Hey, combine we're, them. We're always we're always pitching ideas. Oh. So we, we've already done a Bloody Mary, an Imperial Bloody Mary. Oh. Uh, Seriously, Berliner you got Vice you guys got your and, chance to. Yeah. Uh, Is that still available? Um, no, that was like draft only. But we're gonna instead do it again. of uh, instead of a black and tan, you guys can be out here making Miami Vice Miami beers. Vices. I'm down. <laughs> it's it's gonna happen for sure. Let's do a Crockett and Tubbs label. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I mean, you've yeah. got the White Russian with with the dude and Walter. Can we make your shirt the background? No, absolutely. Crockett yeah. and Tubbs. Yeah. I will actually. I'll step it up even well, more. Maybe I will Tubbs wear a, a white linen blazer with a. Oh yeah, deep V pink shirt. Right. I was going to say, I, I still good. may have mine in the white shoes. Perfect. <laughs> I have the actual Tom Selleck outfit. If anybody needs oh that, gosh. the Magnum PI uh, outfit as well. well. Well, I think I think that you know, not Joe Miami can be Vice, our proxy from period. Miami mm-hmm. for the can. Yeah, and I, I'm down. All right, we'll do it. Done. Um, so yeah, this this is kind of funny. This beer. Um, either got like all fives on Untapped or like twos. Like people yeah. didn't want to do with it, and I kind of like that. I like it being. Yeah, you bit. love it or you hate it. Yeah, yeah, either you're gonna get it or you don't. Right. So it makes total sense to me. So that that I'm not surprised by the uh, the untapped, untapped resort results on that. But to your point earlier, I didn't bring any uh, I didn't bring any core beers because I don't know. I feel like you've had them, and sure. a, a big part of what we like to well, do this is all fun stuff. Yeah, a, a big part of what we like to do is people. It's kind of like Rotation Nation now. People want to yeah. like try a bunch of different things, especially the beer gate community is like. Compared to like wine drinkers, they're very slutty. They want to try like a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Always want to try what's new, you know. Oh, is that the only reason? They, 
So, you know, we kind of lean into that. A lot of people are like, oh, why don't people just drink my core beers? And it's like, well, okay, you want new beer? So we're putting out, we're canning a different beer every single month. Sure, benefit of we, having your own canning right, line. Right, and then we do a different, like, 30-barrel batch of a draft every single month, too. Mm-hmm. This may be one of the fruited Berliner Weisses. So we try to keep it fun and exciting. It makes my job a lot easier. I always have something new. Mm-hmm. And then, but we're still trying to push core. Sure. We're putting that, you know, in the more of the off-premise places, and people have that on tap, and it does really well. And that's more of like for the masses. Like mm-hmm. we try to, we want our beer to be accessible and inclusive, and that for stuff masses. is very, very much like like easier for people. And then, but this stuff's kind of like mm. fun, and this isn't for everyone. What's the ABV on this? Uh, what is it called? The pina colada thing? It's a rum barrel imperial pineapple Ooh. thief. So what's the ABV? It is. I think this is nine eight. Woo! Nine four. That's. A, I mean, you know what? I'm showing up to my kids' fifth grade picnic. <laughs> uh, I'm ready tell you what, man. Go. It it like <laughs> I get today. Wow! And this is not a bad thing, but I get a lot of rum. Yeah, and I'm, I, I'm a rum drinker. Like yeah. I enjoy no, these, rum. These are really wet barrels. We probably mm. could have taken it out like three days earlier. Like, That's fine. You but probably, okay probably could take some of that rum out too. No man, <laughs> little devil's cut on the rum. Here we go, ready to go. We now. did. We we dumped like. You six, said it's Appleton Estate barrels. Yes, we dumped like so much rum out of those barrels. We had. Did we, you taste any of it? Did you yeah. like filter and taste? Oh, Isn't yeah. that like straight up gasoline oh, tasting yeah, totally. directly from the barrel? Yeah. You think you're like, oh, this is going to be it's, so it, great. It tastes like hooch. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. yeah. But someone's like, that might take you back. Got to cut yeah, it a little yeah. bit. Oh man, that it, might take you back. Feel you know, make you feel some type some of way. Rough tasting stuff. No matter what the liquor is, it is just. Not good. The um, all right. So being out in Southern Pines, Pine Needles, that whole area, mm-hmm. you uh, are associated with golf. So do you guys do any sort of golf crossover type things uh, with Southern Pines? Yes, we do. We uh, we we sponsor we sponsor a lot of tournaments. We do something every Thursday mm-hmm. at Pine Needles. Starts at five thirty. We sponsor like a little nine hole. Um, <laughs> tournament where like Southern Pines beers three dollars you get a beer with with your like nine hole ticket it's like twenty bucks and uh, there'll usually be someone from the brewery there there's like hot dogs and hamburgers and uh, yeah it's kind of nice just to play you know when it's in the middle of the summer mm-hmm. maybe nine holes in the afternoons like b- about yeah. what you want well we <laughs> talk about this you talk about it on the show after nine holes it's boring I can maybe you. go twelve yeah I, I on a good I've, if I'm I've playing argued, well I can go twelve I've argued that. Golf could probably be twelve holes, a front six and a back like six, that. and people would probably play it more. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it. Yeah. it but I'm with you. Once you get to the turn, I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah I have atten- my attention span starts going down. Really starts like- to go. Well, I'm headed out there, so you know, because the the radio station, the fan, my other job, the um, there's this Golic and Wingo boondoggle that's taking place right um, at Piner's number been two. About that, yeah, yeah. So we're we're getting contest listeners because we we're, we're giving away two slots. Uh, to golf with me and uh, and gold at Piners number two when Golik and Winger are here with other people, and oh, so that they 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 get the national the national winners get to yeah to they golf get with yeah Golik the national winners get and to local folks get to golf with you golf play golf with us you. which is it play golf or golf golfing 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 they yeah. get to golfing with you I'm yes. going golfing on Monday for the first time in many many years oh wow nice so um so we did this we did this last year. But I only managed to play nine holes and because we had to do the show from there. So right. we're doing it on a Saturday this year. And oh, look, I get it's 
I, you, I, you did it with the Levitar guy. Was it last yeah, year? Uh, Stugatz. Stugatz. Uh, Stugatz yeah. found his way onto the golf course because he he's, like he's a gangster. Well, because he this, this, there's, there's a reason why there's a phrase the Stugatz is strong in you. <laughs> yeah. Because he he manages ways to scam his way onto <laughs> events like this. So I no nothing but respect for yeah, Stugatz. Okay. Definitely. But um, you know, so we went out there and whatever, and did the show. But we could only do the first nine holes in order to make it in time for the show, and that was enough for me. I know that's yeah. going to sound ridiculous for people who might be listening to this podcast and are avid golfers and would right. love an opportunity to, to play Pioneers number two. I was like, avid golf players. I was. I'm good. Thanks. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Especially yeah. after what happened to me on the ninth hole par three, which I ended up getting like a 15 on it. Wow, dude, the green is like an upside down bowl. Where's this? <laughs> Double bogey plus Pioneers. one. Two. Two. Go, oh, I played it before. Yeah, number I played, two. I played number two. So um, I, I, and I don't golf. I throw some disc, but I, yeah, I don't have the. I shot like See, that's what that's what they need. They yeah. need a they need a disc golf course out there, yeah. or wherever you call it. And they it. actually have a pretty good one in, in Southern Pines. Oh, do they? Okay, yeah, you should check it out. And we, you know, we we are doing we're sponsoring the uh, U.S. National Amateur. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PGA Amateur is in August, and mm-hmm. so we're going to be one of the main sponsors for that. And we're excited because as we've gotten you know bigger, we sure. finally have some resources to be able to. Wait, to people who play stuff. disc golf drink. I thought they did other things. <laughs> they oh. also drink beer. It was oh, focused okay. in yes. Colorado. Yes. I thought that was. Uh, yeah, I thought that was. I thought that would be a part of our other podcast. Whenever <laughs> it becomes a, that's legal, the, that's in the, the groundbreaking podcast. Yes. yes. Well, you need somewhere to you know to set your situation. If you have like a beer can before you're about ready to throw, it's, it's a lot easier. Hey, no, that, so, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, so what you're drinking now is our uh, this is our white Russian. Speaking of like the cocktail series, the dude abides. Yeah. So we spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to make uh, a Kahlua taste with beer. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. It is. It's too sweet for me. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, that's why I, I poured myself a very small yeah. amount because I had a had a sneaking suspicion it'd be sweet if you're going for the white Russian. Um, we, we like played around. We like took uh, like bedlam vodka mm-hmm. and uh, steeped vanilla beans and coffee beans in it for a while okay. to see if we could extract some of the vodka taste. And we're like, what are we doing? Like, we just need kind of a little bit of that like fusel thing going mm-hmm. on. But, but but the can's cool. Now without without giving too much away, you mentioned bedlam vodka. Shout out to bedlam vodka yeah. since they. Um, since I endorse them out in Durham. But the um, you just can't dump a fifth of vodka in there. No, right? that's like, illegal. How, how, it's illegal. Yeah. So how, how, how does it, how does, not, to, not giving away too many industry secrets here, but how do you, how, well, how does that work? It was just something we did with our pilot batch and played with it, and it just didn't work. You know, okay. like, like we have a two and a half barrel pilot system. We, you know, we, we try to practice every beer we do at a production level at least three times. And usually keeps getting better and better. Okay, you know, and so that was something we kind of did. I don't think that beer actually ever it was even served in the tap room because mm-hmm. that one was really weird and sweet. And so, <laughs> yeah, but we were just kind of playing around with it. The can art on here, as a as a Lebowski fan, <laughs> it's something to marvel. In. It really is. It, it really. I mean, the whole thing is a is a is a rug, and it really ties the can together. Thank you. <laughs> but you got a bowling ball, and then you've got Walter and the dude shaped as bowling pins. Yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of, going on. A lot yeah. of deed. I mean, yes. yeah. yeah. Walter's holding Walter's holding his pistol. Dude's <laughs> dude's holding his glass. There's no the Jesus. Yeah, the Jesus is not on here. Maybe that next might, time. That might be the next version. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we uh, definitely got permission for all of that. Um, <laughs> no, like, problem, like no, I, problems no problems having the gun I was, on there. I wasn't going to say anything. Unlike Oscar Blues it's and gone the, now. Guns N' Roses. You know, okay, if they, if yeah. they tell us not to do it, we're no. like, okay, we won't again. Honestly, right. I wasn't going to ask anything, but I was like, 
you know, again, if if my wife was here, she'd be going. So, yeah. do you have the rights <laughs> for the likenesses? There's rules. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, these are usually a one-time on thing. Like we'll probably I mean, never, it is... we'll probably never make this beer again. Mm-hmm. And there's our like you a won't brew on Shabbos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's just, that is just a that's a wonderful can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. That is. We awesome. have a local tattoo artist uh, from Valhalla Tattoo, Craig. Shout out to him. Amazing tattoo artist, but he does all of our can art. And as you can see, like everything's like a little bit different. Um, I even did this. This is our tap room. If you've never been there, it's made out of packaging wrinkle oh, barrels. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is that's that's just wonderful. No, it's well done. It's well done. All right. So, anything that we should look forward to? Um, obviously, we, we're talking about what we got here. Anything else that's coming out during the summertime that people should be on the lookout for? Well, I mentioned the vitamin C yeah. earlier. It's like a great. Sh- you know, beach pool beer, it's a crusher. Um, you don't have to think about, about it too hard. I don't know if, if it people, will not be rum barrel aged. If people are not familiar with like an Australian sparkling ale, just think of it like a really light, kind of dry pale ale. Mm-hmm. Um, super low bitterness. Hop it with all like uh, Australian hops. So you get like mango and maybe, maybe even like some kiwi. And uh, it's really, really good, but it's also super light and easy. Okay, and any any other events? I mean, we talked about how sure. you guys will sponsor some some golf. Any any you get your anniversary up in in October, but anything else that people should when be is aware your anniversary of? party? Don't Anni- say the twelfth. An- anniversary is October nineteenth. Great. Yes. <laughs> Not the same day. Why? What's going on on the twelfth, Adam? <laughs> That's the thing. When you it's move a date into the twelfth, and everything goes on. Yeah, I know. On October, the mid October, like yeah. that's there's a lot going on in October. And then uh, this summer, we kind of are focusing on you know New England IPAs. All summers are limited beers, like mm-hmm. everyone else is. Uh, we're doing uh, fruited New England IPA. I was going to say now, how how cloudy are these bad boys going to be? They're gonna come out looking like uh, pulpy orange juice. What do we got? Um, they're they're fairly cloudy. We we don't like to we don't like to over lactose stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, yeah, we try to make it balanced and easy. You know, I find the, the I lactose want, stuff. I want that coating on the back of my yeah, tongue. I find we it. Don't I find that. it. I find it trying too hard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It's at that I'm point. not a fan of of lactose IPAs. Yeah, very often. Yeah. We, now we, now we, this we put some lactose in our the, the, the that rum barrel aged pineapple thief wherever it is that. That was cool. Oh wait, whoa! Before we go, we, we just poured the butterfinger. Butter. Yes. Yes. Oh. So, so this is a, this is a. Rum, I forgot about this. This is a Woodford Barrel Reserves uh, Butterfinger Stout. This twelve and a half percent. Dude, you brought the but big guns today. Heat. I wanted to impress you guys. Ooh. He wants us sweating <laughs> in this nice, this well, I want, uh, I, I well look, air conditioned. It's a, it's a good. It's good today. that the thermostat actually works today, because yeah. otherwise oh, we'd all be in terrible shape. Adam would be dead. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd have been smells. a puddle by now. All right, so how do you? So we put seventy pounds of butterfingers. I was going to ask how you got that smell, man. How many, how many butterfingers? Ten pounds of uh, peanut flour mm-hmm. in this as well. So if you have a peanut, I don't know oh, I have an allergy. Something. Whoops! Kidding! Kidding! Okay. And then, uh, it's yeah, worth the epipen injection. Was, all, was it all the Halloween bite size? I think so. I think that's how they did it. <laughs> they had it. They had, had it individually. You got to unwrap, all unwrap them all, dump them yes. in. Yeah, we actually, just threw it in with the wrappers. Just to oh, add, even like, better. It really, yeah. really adds to the yes. to the flavor. So profile. this was a collaboration be- uh, beer we did with uh, JD and Carrie out at Beer Study in mm-hmm. Chapel Hill and yeah. Durham, and uh, they came down. He he gave us the Woodford barrels okay and it's like hey let's brew something cool in this and we came up with a butterfinger beer and like you want to do that and uh so we're going to do a production version of this later this year and can it because we really like how it turned out so 
Um, I'm going to have to hydrate after this. I want to pour this over ice cream. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. This would make a good float. There's a place in uh, Fuquay called Pints. It's an ice. Yeah, it's an ice cream. Well, you guys have had beer on in there. It's an ice cream and um, beer place. They have like 12 taps, and they'll do beer floats. I love that. And they're awesome. And he'll do like they'll do all their own flavors and stuff. And Terrence will make. He made like this burnt sugar that goes perfect with like a nice like barrel aged dark beer. Mm. Yeah, just amazing. And so you so you like eat the ice cream with the beer flavoring it, and then by the time the ice cream's done, some of it's melted in, then it's like creamy beer that you're drinking. It's awesome. The last time I was at Micah's house, he pulled out a Drunken Vigils, and yeah. we made some like ice no, cream. No, it's, it's so stuff. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, you know, it's too much. I mean, you can drink sometimes. beer without yeah. ice cream, too, but uh, sometimes it's fun <laughs> to add ice cream to your beer. Ideally. Yeah, this without. is true. Without, I think, is ideally as well. Yeah. I, I've never had beer to, with You have to drink it faster. It'll curdle. You've never had beer with ice cream? Well, I have not, man. You Maybe need- I should stop by Fresh and get me some ice cream and walk it up to the pharmacy and uh, there you go. hook something up. Sounds about right. I'm telling you, it's not. We did it um, usually when we show a movie at the Mason Jar. Pints will come out and serve, but they'll make something like at Ghostbusters. Yeah. They made like a pistachio, so it looked like ectoplasm and stuff like that. Slime. Um, and they'll, oh, they did they did it and they did a Stay Puff marshmallow uh, oh, nice. ice cream as well and we oh, were putting nice. it in, we were putting it in baltic porter that night nice. it's just it's just kind of like a fun thing that you ordinarily wouldn't think to do and then when you do it you're like this is kind of cool i wouldn't have this like every night but every once in a while it's kind of sit a it fun down thing. the table and walk away and your kid grabs it <laughs> don't want to do, do that all right well we got to wrap this up because between the um <clears throat> the fried chicken pimento cheese sandwich and then all these high abv beers and the butterfinger one i'm ready to go to bed <laughs> I'm thing you don't have anything to do with school this afternoon I with know, your right? kid. <laughs> Woo! Thanks for coming in on your day off. It's like, hey, kids, <laughs> let's picnic! <laughs> hey, Mom, isn't that Joe from the radio station? Yeah. The beer podcast? Is that Joe from the beer podcast? <laughs> exactly. He just that. beer podcasted. He's fresh off <laughs> the beer podcast. Fresh off the beer podcast. Uh, thanks for coming in, Jamie. That was yeah, all great. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. What do we, uh, what do we got coming? Well, next week we're going to be at White Street Brewing. That's right. Yeah, Wednesday night. On location, Wednesday night starting at 730 so come on out. Yeah. It's a cool spot. If you're, if you're north of the of the line, come on out north to White of the Street. Wall. Yeah. For Is that a thing still? No. I'm over that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't end well. It's whatever. Yeah. Nothing ever ends well. Ghost is back. We're good. White Street's always fun, though. John got to finally pet he finally, he finally got to pet the, uh, the dire wolf, so I, good for I, him. I, Spoiler I, alert. I have a theory that any show that's over three seasons like starts to get worse. Well, I think... Re- Real quick on that, HBO told those dudes, we'll give you two more seasons of 10 episodes. And they were like, <clears throat> no, let's wrap this up. I right. think they were done with it. Yeah, I honestly yeah. think, like, look, this guy ain't going to finish his book. Nah. We got to wrap up these threads. Totally. Let's just go. Let's wrap this bad boy and they, up. And they had to do it quickly. You know? Yeah, because they got no, Star no Wars to worry about now. <laughs> yeah, They got a Star Wars trilogy to worry about. So, uh, yeah, we'll be at White Street next week. Come on by. Say hello. It'll be a live recording of the 919 Beer Podcast. Should be a lot of fun. So we'll see you there. Cheers. Cheers.